are back here on Mining Stock Daily with an important corporate update from one of the original members here of uh, the Mining Stock Daily podcast. That's Western Copper and Gold and CEO Paul Wessels. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with the symbol WRN. Uh, while I was away last week in London, there was a lot of really great news out there, and this was one of them. Western Copper and Gold intersects 2.5% copper equivalent over 65.8 meters and another 1% copper equivalent over 289 meters. This all coming from that flagship casino project in the Yukon. Uh, Paul, I'll be honest with you. When I got this headline over there and I was reading it, I was just floored because this is, this is incredible. As I, as I said before we press record, whoppers of drill holes. Yeah, no, I know. And I, are, isn't casino supposed to be a, like a big low-grade uh, <laughs> copper gold porphyry? Those aren't uh, low-grade numbers by by any stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah, I mean, exciting results. Uh, and, you know, exciting. And you know what the one thing I couldn't, because you write these headlines, and obviously I wanted to get out the grade, and I wanted to get out the, you know, long intercepts. The thing that I couldn't get in, because otherwise I have a, a headline that's a paragraph long, is that they're essentially from surface. Mm. So, like, you know, the, the, the 2.53 was from 10 meters. And the, the 1.01, you, 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 you undersold me by a little bit on that in terms of copper equivalent, was from 36 meters. I mean, so these are, are not only are they great uh, drill results and, and, and very good grades, they're, they're essentially right from surface. And, and the, the material above that is our cap material that goes onto a heat bleach. So it's it's you know it's it's a different ore it goes onto a heat bleach, and we actually had some good cap results as well. So um, yeah, very very happy with those results. What, what why these holes? What what was part of this this these drill holes? What are they part of? Were they infill or they, you know give us a rundown of why you were drilling these holes in the first place? Yeah. So this is the drill program that we put together with Rio Tinto. And, you know, we've, we've, I've, you know, brought this up a number of times that what Rio is interested in is the deposit in, you know, confirming that the deposit, you know, as advertised is, is, um, is legit and, and the grades are there and the contacts are there and everything else. And that's exactly why we drilled this area. So this is our core zone. And so the core zone is the area in, in the center of the deposit where we start mining that runs a little bit higher grade, not this grade. I mean, the, the first four years by our PA is 0.72. So, you know, seeing 1%, 2.5%. There's also another intercept, you know, 235 meters of 0.97. There's a, there's a bunch of really high grades in here. Um, looking at contacts, looking at, at all that work. But the interesting thing here is that this is where Rio is interested in. This is what they're looking at. They're not interested in adding any more tons. The thing is already, casino is already a very, very large project. They're interested in the core of the deposit and how that all sort of is situated within the the greater deposit. Mm. So these are brand new fresh holes. Like, you know, why with these, I guess I'm just curious, what did they see out of these new drill holes that, maybe weren't seen, you know, from previous drill holes in close proximity. Yeah. And so one of the main things that was done differently with this drill campaign was uh, that the holes were put in at 
pretty uh, aggressive angles. So again, the core of the deposit, think of the core of the deposit as almost a cylinder in the center of the deposit. A lot of the holes, just, just because of the nature of the historical drilling, were done vertical in that uh, cylinder and, and surrounding areas. So to really make sure that you've got where those contacts are between this, this high-grade breccia and, and the surrounding rock, you know, you have to sort of penetrate those walls. And so you've got to put an angle, angle hole. So all of these holes were at fairly aggressive angles. That's sort of point one. Um, yeah, and actually there, I'm looking at them and they're all like 60%, uh, or sorry, 60 degree angle. Mm. The other thing that's important is that we, we actually, I just had a board meeting last week and we, we looked at, uh, per meter drilling costs. Our per meter drilling costs this year were double what they were last year. Why is that? I mean, because we took this core, all of the core was assayed for what we typically assay for it, plus a whole bunch of other additional um, speciations and clays and mineralogy that Rio wanted done. Plus we took all of this core, ran it through the Intersoft drill core scanning machine. All of so, so, I mean, just massive amounts of detail on every little, I mean, literally every centimeter of this core um, so just a, a higher level of, of uh, detail taken again, what are they from this area, from this core zone in, in the center of the deposit. Do you feel with now that Rio Tinto is becoming more involved, do you feel like you're getting a new sense, uh, you know, a better sense of how, of casino, just because it's got a new set of eyes on it? And a new set of you know technical eyes on this project. I mean, what I guess, Paul, what are you what are you learning out of this relationship in regards to casino that you know you you weren't seeing before? Yeah, well, there's there. I would say there's two things that that we're learning. We're 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 increasing our knowledge, it just you know, incrementally about the core of the deposit, the way the geology sort of comes together. And, 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 and that's, I mean, there's some great learnings on that. I mean, we're looking, what Rio has come in and done is, is, you know, we have about four different lithologies throughout the deposit. They've added a couple others. We, there's, there's a fault, the casino fault that runs sort of right next to our core zone and um, the importance of that and sort of how that's coming through. So we're learning a lot about the geology. I mean, they've got a team of geologists on this. And so we're learning a lot about the geology. The other thing that I'm really learning is, is where they're focusing. Mm -hmm. They're not focusing on the outside of the deposit. They're not looking to add tons. They're not looking to do any of that work. They're again, they're, they're focusing on the core. They're focusing on the metallurgy. We, you know, we just, we'll maybe talk a bit about this in a second, we just kicked off a MET program. Um, it, it's just where they're spending their time and where they're spending their focus, I think is, is very interesting for myself. And, and certainly I, for, for our shareholders. Well, you are a trained metallurgist, so let's talk about the metallurgy. Are, are you going to see, uh, you know, different recoveries here because of a new look at the geology? Uh, I mean, I think what we're going we're, we're gonna to be looking at the recovery. I mean, our historical work has looked at the recovery as, a, you know, various, through various lithologies and, and that sort of a, 
a standard way that you do metallurgy. We always come in, they, they've added a few different lithologies to, uh, to the deposit. So we'll be looking at those separate. They're also looking at, at higher grade. I think that that's going to be very, very interesting. They're, they're really, again, you know, I've said this about five times, but I can't reiterate this enough. They're really focused on this, the high grade uh, zone. So we're looking at doing some of them that work at these higher copper grades at, you know, half a percent copper and, and, and those sort of grades as well. Typically you see better recoveries at, at higher grades. This is sort of a, a good rule of thumb. So that's going to be interesting. Again, there's, there's a whole team of, of really bright people in, in Rio that are pouring their brains into what's happening here. It's not, it, it's, it's a check of the metallurgy, but I, we, you know, we have a meeting on a weekly basis on this, learning a lot from, from talking to them, a lot of money and we've got their expertise. And, and so we're really going to be pushing this. And whenever you, every time you do a MET program, you usually end up with things a little bit better than the previous one, because you're just continuing to optimize things. And that's what I will, will continue to do here. So I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, wearing my metallurgist hat, I'm, I'm excited by what we're doing. It's, it's a really good fundamental program. And we're starting with, we, our starting point is the reagents grinding recoveries that we had in our PEA. And we're going to sort of go from there. So mm -hmm. certainly think that we'll end up with some uh, further optimizations here moving forward. Paul, I think there were, what, nine holes reported last week. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, nine holes. How many other holes are out there still pending? Yeah, so we've got a total of 22. So we've got, it's a little under half that, that we have reported. Um, it, these were, these were the critical holes. These were the, these were the holes that looked specifically at the resource and specifically at, uh, the, the metallurgy. So these are, they, these were the key ones that we wanted to sort of have our discussion with, with Rio and, and have looked at, um, again, you know, in, in sort of critical parts of the deposit, the other one, the other 10, I mean, some of them are geotech, some of them are, I mean, there were a few exploration holes. I mean, if you've got a Rio, Rio had a team looking at this for about a year before we signed an agreement. So you can imagine a team of geologists uh, and you got a drill program, you got to let them drill a couple fresh holes in, in some new areas. So, so it'd be interesting to see what, what comes out of those as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was really good news, Paul. I mean, obviously you, you, you mentioned it, some of the, I mean, quite frankly, the most outstanding drill holes from the casino project, uh, that's ever been drilled. Uh, unfortunately the market didn't quite reward you and you're not the only one out in the junior mining, uh, sector that's put out really good news and just seen a sell-off. Um, you know, given the, what you witnessed, and it's not the first time you managing a company has, has had to go through this, but what does it tell you about the general sentiment of this sector and maybe seasonality? Yeah, it, it, it's been, I mean, it's, it's been an interesting week in that, uh, the share price has, has, you know, gone down a little bit, stayed flat. I looked at our peers, they did about the same for the most part. I mean, there, there was sort of one day of selling, but for the most part, it's, it's been no, no volume. And so people, I think everyone feels the same. It's how I think everyone just feels about the world right now don't know which way it's going. And so it makes it difficult to, to make an investment in copper or gold. Uh, 
if you look at copper, I mean, copper, I mean, Dr. Copper, it, it's, it talks about, you know, economies booming, you know, increase in GDP, all those sort of things. We certainly thought that that was going to be the case a couple of months ago. Now, you know, with, with, uh, you know, new COVID concerns, people are like, well, got to wait to sort of hear that. Um, what, what happens with that? And so, I, I mean, I think that's why you're, you're not seeing very much buying right now. What's interesting for me is I actually, I mean, I've been telling people, I said, like, this is an opportunity right now to, to, to get into good names in the junior mining market, because everyone's a little bit beaten up and particularly in the copper space. I mean, the copper thesis has not changed and you're still see copper prices that are quite high. You still see, uh, you know, the treatment charges and, and, and some of these other indicators out there, which, which all indicate that we're going to have a, a good copper price moving forward. You've got, uh, you know, one of the largest copper mines in uh, the world in, in Peru that just, that just shut down because of, of um, blockades and, and, you know, political strife down there. So everything again is pointing to the copper price that we see now, but the equities have been beaten up and, you know, great, great opportunity to, to come in. Um, I think once, once we figure out the way that this, uh, you know, latest coronavirus uh, um, concern is, is going, then, then we'll have a little bit more clarity and you'll start to see equities move up. How about the seasonality here? I mean, there was a time a couple of weeks ago where we're, there was so much tax loss selling going on. We were wondering, oh, it couldn't possibly get any worse. But here we are now, and it just has gotten exponentially worse uh, for for many companies. You know, do you? But that late December, kind of post Christmas into the new year, technically is somewhat of a rebound period seasonally for for this sector. Do you, I mean? You know, is this kind of textbook type of selling and hopefully later buying that you that you foresee? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you have this this selling that happens at in in December, tax loss selling, and it, it, it's interesting. There there there's a couple of things. You know, you usually see a rally at the beginning of the year, and in in both gold and copper. But then later on, you always see a rally in copper shortly before. Chinese New Year, and you know, I think it's 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 the you know various. Uh, it's basically people in China going and buying large amounts of of copper because they're going to be off for a week, and and so it it tends to drive up the price as well. And so, I think just the general market plus specific to copper, you always see an increase in copper price in that January period. And so, uh, you know, I think we're going to see that again here. Um. And yeah, I mean it. It's uh, it, it it it's a it's a good time. I mean, I I actually I actually have a, a, a note in my calendar to remind myself to to look at the market in in December <laughs> uh, because it's always a good time to buy. I mean, it it it, it really is. Uh, tell me about news flow here for the remainder of the year. Do you expect to have more news out uh, before twenty twenty two hits, or is it going to be uh, you know just Maybe the next time we hear from Western Copper and Gold will be in January. Yeah, I mean, I, the next news will likely be additional drill results. So, right. you know, we had until whole nine whenever we released that. So last Monday, so I guess a week ago, we will, you know, we're continuing to get some additional drill results in. 
if if we see some other exciting drill results, I'll I'll issue another drill release, a uh, drill drill hole release. But you know, otherwise we're probably talking early January. But you know, as I said, some exciting things because we're looking at some some true exploration zones that that have been flagged. Anything on the network that that uh, you know is is newsworthy is is going to come out. So that's going to be the other thing on 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 the news. And then you know, I mean, you know, hopefully. Sometime not too late next year, we're going to be talking about where where things are going to go with Rio. But you know that that remains to be seen. Well, uh, a lot of us are paying real close attention to that for sure. And uh, you know, I think this is that these results are a really good testament of you know success that happens when not only major with all those resources and and uh, technical eyes comes into a project to give it kind of a different approach. I mean, we're it it. You know, does this feel like a different casino than it was six months ago, Paul? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it. Um, I I think even you know the, this additional delineation, the better understanding of the deposit. We're actually going to be modeling the deposit a little bit differently going forward. It, it's sort of you know it, these are again they're 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 small incremental things, but I mean every little bit helps. And then, I mean, I was chatting with someone earlier today, and I was saying. The part that that the market can't understand is how good our relationship is with Rio. They've been great to work with. We're all, you know, we're all pulling this project in the same direction. They're pretty excited. We're excited um, about, to, um, you know, how things are going. So it's 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 been really good. And and so we certainly feel like there's a strong partnership with them right now. And I think that's just going to continue to develop in 2022. All right. uh, Paul, I this, I don't know. This might be the last time you and I chat uh, before the new year. So happy holidays to you, your loved ones, and the entire team over there at Western Copper and Gold. And I uh, look forward to catching up with you early next next year. All right. Well, thank you very much, Trevor. And, and the same, same to you and yours. Yep. That's Paul Westells of Western Copper and Gold. Again, trading on the TSX and the N. Y-S-E with the symbol W-R-N. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.